Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. A move to remove the president. A trio of House Democrats plan to introduce articles of impeachment on Monday. Joe Biden on Donald Trump. He's exceeding even my worst notions about him. California COVID crisis. A person is dying from COVID every eight minutes here in Los Angeles County. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Peter King in Orlando, and we start with breaking news. The president's preferred social media voice has been silenced. Twitter has just permanently suspended his personal account due to what it calls the risk of further incitement of violence. The call to remove Mr. Trump from the White House is gaining steam with three House Democrats at the front of the line. CBS's Rebecca Kaplan. The bill will be introduced Monday by Representatives Ted Lieu of California, David Cicilline of Rhode Island, and Jamie Raskin of Maryland. Two of the three, Representatives Lou and Cicilline, began working on the draft while sheltering in place Wednesday in the Capitol complex. House Democrats met for more than three hours on Wednesday to discuss the growing support for removing the president from office, even with days left in his term. I'm Stephen Portnoy. The president-elect declined to weigh in on impeachment. What the Congress decides to do is... Uh it's for them to decide. But at a Wilmington news conference, Joe Biden clearly tied Donald Trump to the desecration of the Capitol. This had the active encouragement of a sitting president of the United States. Mr. Biden called Mr. Trump an embarrassment country. He exceeded even my worst notions about him. And he said he agrees with the outgoing president's decision to not attend the inauguration. It's a good thing I'm not showing up. Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski is now one of the few Republicans to say Mr. Trump should resign. Now, those arrested in the assault on the Capitol now include the Arkansas man shown sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair with his feet on her desk. I left her a note on her desk. It says, Nancy Bingo is here, you Sheriff's deputies say Richard Barnett has surrendered in Little Rock. He faces federal charges, as will many more. CBS's Steve Dorsey is in Washington. More than four dozen people have been charged for their alleged roles in Wednesday's riots, according to the Justice Department. It includes 13 people charged in federal court. More arrests are expected, with suspects facing charges including unlawful entry, theft, and possibly homicide after a Capitol Police officer died from injuries suffered in the siege. A number of companies have also fired employees spotted in photos and videos. South Carolina Republican Senator and longtime Trump ally Lindsey Graham was greeted at Reagan National Airport by Trump supporters angry about his split from the president. You traitor! You traitor! That audio courtesy of Politico. Now this. This is Portland's Afternoon News. Hi there. Welcome on in. I'm Jim Ferretti. Thank you so much for joining us here on Friday. Oregon's governor and state health officials pressing ahead with getting the COVID vaccine to as many Oregonians as possible. Governor Kate Brown says she's deploying the National Guard to help with vaccine distribution. They'll start helping at a vaccine clinic this weekend at the state fairground in Salem. The goal is to vaccinate 250 people an hour. But you may not qualify for the vaccination unless you're in this group. We are focused right now on our 1A population, which includes healthcare workers, vulnerable seniors, and other 
caregivers living in congregate care and first responders. Oregon Health Authority Director Patrick Allen says you'll have to show proof you're in that category. People will be asked to provide the information that they qualify in the phase 1A category. This is part of the process of simplifying 1A and being able to get through that category as quickly as we can. Allen says it's going to be many months before all Oregonians are vaccinated. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Meanwhile, some optimism today that more of Oregon students will soon return to the classroom. Here's KXL's Grant Mackhill with the story. Now that the decision to reopen will be made locally, Director Colt Gill says the Oregon Department of Education spent this week meeting with school districts to plan next steps. We do know a number of districts that have come out and begun to name plans for reopening. Uh, most of them are following our guidance to wait until after January 19th when we update that guidance. He says the current guidance contains 164 mandatory safety requirements. Each district must meet those to reopen. They are also required to turn in their blueprint for in-person instruction. The governor's goal is to reopen classrooms by February 15th. Grant McHill, FM News 101. The Oregon Health Authority today reporting 1,755 new COVID-19 cases and seven more deaths from the virus. That brings the state's numbers to nearly 123,000 cases and 1,575 deaths. Multnomah County reports the most new cases today with 256. Washington County, 253. And Clackamas County, 203. The deaths occurred between January 3rd and January 6th and were people between 50 and 91 years of age. 451 people currently hospitalized by the virus. 88 of those patients are in intensive care. It is now 4.05. Tigard Police assessing all the damage after last night's riot. Tigard police tell me the glass doors to City Hall and the police department were smashed. Windows broken on all sides of the building. Block after block of the old downtown is filled with piles of glass and spray paint everywhere. Molly Ryan Murray has lived there her whole life. Tiger's really done a great job of building it up and having it be a community now. And then this happens. She doesn't get why destruction is the answer. In this case, people were upset over a deadly officer-involved shooting. You can raise your voice, but you don't have to raise your fist, your guns, all the things you're doing to, to graffiti with. Write a letter. Go ahead and demonstrate, but demonstrate peacefully. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. The man wanted for ramming a stolen vehicle into a Portland police officer's patrol car and then escaping custody was arrested by U.S. Marshals in Southeast Portland this morning. 24-year-old David Dolan was arrested last week in the Christmas Eve ramming of Officer Jennifer Pierce at the gas station at 39th and Powell. He was arrested the following week but escaped from the Multnomah County Justice Center after a cleaning crew is suspected of accidentally leaving the door unsecured. When Dolan was located this morning, authorities say he took off and then crashed after they laid down spike strips. He got out and ran, quickly was arrested, Dolan's facing charges, including attempted murder, assaulting a public police officer, peace officer, that is, and escape. The second traffic fatality of the year in Portland happened this morning when a man likely suffered a medical emergency behind the wheel and then rolled his car across Southeast Powell Boulevard near 24th Avenue. Crashed through a TriMet bus kiosk, which has been destroyed, and uh, at some point during that, it sent the car rolling. Sergeant Ty Ingstrom tells our news partner KGW that the vehicle did not hit a business, but landed in a parking lot on its roof. 
The driver was a 73-year-old man from Happy Valley. Part of Highway 30 east of Astoria does remain blocked due to a landslide from earlier this week. However, ODOT says all lanes should be open by 7 o'clock tonight. Flaggers have been directing traffic through a single lane in both directions. Crews have removed tons of dirt and debris while mitigating the potential for future slides in that area as well. SunPower is shuttering its Solar World factory in Hillsborough in March. That's going to leave 170 people without a job. The solar panel company says it's changing its focus of its business. The building is expected to be completely empty by June. Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Hi, I'm Jim Ferretti. Thank you so much for joining us. A man wanted in connection with a deadly shooting in Morrow County has turned himself in. 43-year-old David Bowles faces several charges, including manslaughter, after allegedly shooting and killing 42-year-old Marlene Bowles on December 15th. He's now in the Umatilla County Jail. The a successful retailer who held the copyright for the iconic smiley face has died. He wanted to put my face on a t-shirt, but he couldn't draw that well, and he didn't have a camera. Here, use this one. Nobody likes that color anyway. Have a nice day. Of course, that's from Forrest Gump. But the real man behind the smiley face was Bernard Spain. He died Wednesday of congestive heart failure at his home in Philadelphia. Spain and his brother, Murray, sold 50 million buttons with the yellow smiley face after obtaining the copyright in 1971. He later gave Walmart permission to use the mark. Spain started a gift card company back in the 60s, founded Dollar Express in the 1990s. He grew the discount store chain into more than 100 locations. But in 2000, he sold the chain and his gift card company to Dollar Tree for $300 million. Bernard Spain was 86 years old. Time for the five things you need to know today. First, the House of Representatives could move as early as next week to introduce articles of impeachment against President Trump. The bill will be introduced Monday by Representatives Ted Lieu of California, David Cicilline of Rhode Island, and Jamie Raskin of Maryland. Two of the three, Representatives Lieu and Cicilline, began working on the draft while sheltering in place Wednesday in the Capitol complex. House Democrats met for more than three hours on Wednesday to discuss the growing support for removing the president from office, even with days left in his term. Speaker Pelosi told her members Wednesday that her preference would be to see Mr. Trump removed through the 25th Amendment, but that impeachment would be on the table if that did not happen. That's CBS News reporter Rebecca Kaplan. More people are accused of involvement in Wednesday's Capitol riots, and they're all facing charges. Among the dozens of people charged in the riots is Arkansas man Richard Barnett, who the Justice Department says illegally entered the House Speaker's office. He was photographed with his feet up on a desk in the office. He's a well-known pro-Trump protester in his home state. Law enforcement sources say West Virginia State Representative Derek Evans has also been charged with illegally entering the Capitol after he was caught on video storming the building. The FBI continues to identify others captured in photos and videos with more arrests expected. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. The Oregon National Guard will join the effort to speed up vaccinations in the state. Governor Kate Brown says Guard members will be deployed to the Oregon State Fairgrounds to provide support to Salem's Health vaccine, uh, vaccination event. Brown says the goal is to vaccinate 250 people per hour. According to the Oregon Health Authority, 1.5% of Oregonians are vaccinated and only 24% of the state's vaccinated.
vaccines doses have been administered so far. Several state lawmakers in Tennessee have gotten the most unwelcome knock on their door. Here's CBS News correspondent Jim Crisula. And what the governor calls raids. FBI agents have been searching the homes and offices of several Republican state lawmakers in Tennessee. Federal prosecutors are refusing to talk about the nature of the searches or how many lawmakers were involved. The state house speaker called it a sad day for Tennessee and the General Assembly. One of the homes searched by federal agents was that of a former GOP House speaker who resigned in 2019 amid multiple scandals. And there's a possible roadblock to more stimulus money coming to your bank account soon. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin said, quote, absolutely not to Joe Biden's call for another stimulus check to get $2,000 to Americans. Manchin told the Washington Post the first priority is to get Americans vaccinated. President-elect Joe Biden says he intends to push for more stimulus checks starting next week. And those are the five things you need to know today.